Today, Dr. A and I are doing a very, very early industry mock draft live on Fantrax, live on YouTube. Let's go balls deep. Welcome to the Bulls Deep Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Fantasy Basketball International. I am Adam King, your host, joined by Dr. A. Steve Alexander. You can find me on, well, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, uh, at AdamKing91. Uh, Doc, thanks for jumping in. Neither of us are actually in this draft, which which makes our job a lot easier. We're simply uh, critiquing those that are in it. Um, how have you been since ooh, last week? About exactly one week since we spoke. Well, I'm still teaching my son how to drive. He has not killed me yet. Uh, <laughs> we're both learning how to play golf, and we're here. We are here. Uh, we're, we're five minutes late, so I'm going to start this draft. Hopefully everyone can see the screen there. We've got 12 uh, analysts in the draft, 45 second picks. It's a nine category uh, standard sort of league. Uh, now, this is obviously very early. We're basically exactly three months until the start of the season. So still a lot to change, but I just thought it might be nice to roll through a draft and, and see where people are taking players. Let me resume the draft. And no surprise, Nikola Jokic at pick one. I don't think we need to discuss that. That's pretty standard. Shea Gilgis-Alexander at two. Okay, already a bit of a reach. What do you think about Shea at uh, pick two? I, I don't hate it. It's a little early, but I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, he could be the man. And there goes the man. And there goes the man. Luka Doncic at three. Joel Embiid at four. Yeah, look, Shay. I think once you get picked past pick one, Jokic is number one. Uh, there's a bit of a pack here of about four or five players. I would expect who's picking B-Dub's picking year. Maybe like a Tatum or a Halliburton. Halliburton goes. Um, Tatum maybe next. Uh, Zach will be annoyed because he would have loved to get Halliburton at pick six. Anything stand out here? I mean, these are these are the guys I've got at the top of my list. No, I mean, I love Halliburton and Shea. Like, the fact that those guys are top five fantasy picks now, three years ago, who would have known? That's right. It's Things can change quickly in, in fantasy. Uh, Tatum did go at six, as I projected. This is where I think it can get a little bit, uh, a bit of chopping and changing here once these top six are gone. Um, Raphael Johnson is on the clock. Uh, Kevin Durant, hmm, too high for me, but per game it's it's fine. Uh, and Giannis goes at pick eight. What do you think about Kevin Durant at pick seven? You know, it to me it might be a little too early because he's got that huge bald spot on his head, but he's <laughs> he's still Kevin Durant. I mean, he's old, but he's he's KD. Uh, if he can stay healthy, that's a steal. If 
he can't, yeah. then we have problems. And I'm a little worried about Giannis's knee, but hopefully he got that cleaned up. Yeah, Giannis at eight, a little bit, little bit high for me, only in terms of, as you said, the knee thing and um, free throws, defensive, defensive numbers, free throws. So, but but still fine. Like I said, I think from pick seven uh, through to about pick 12, 13, there's a bit of chopping and changing. So it's really just if, if you want to get your guy, uh, go and get them. Um, LaMelo Ball went at pick nine. I really like that there. I'm pretty high on him this season, coming off a, a season obviously ruined by injury. Are you okay with LaMelo at nine, or, or do you think he may fall a little bit? I, I think you can get him later, but I, if you want LaMelo and you want him at nine, take him. Like I'm, I'm good with it. I just don't like the the games he misses, but yeah, yeah. Look, we'll, we'll see. I think um, having Miles Bridges back there helps him. Uh, I think he has really good connection with with Miles Bridges. Uh, Steph Curry went at pick ten. Damian Lillard at eleven. I like Lillard at eleven there. Um, Steph Curry, yeah, he's fine. As I said, the, these guys all sort of fall into a bunch. Probably the th- tier three, if you want to little, do it in tiers. It's hard to imagine Chris Paul hurting Steph Curry too, or Steph Curry too much, but I don't know. That's it's a weird thing going on there. Yeah, look, I, I don't think he does. Uh, maybe takes half an assist away from him, an assist away, something like that. But I don't think he'll have a major impact. Um, pick twelve was uh, was Trey Young to Mike Tron. Um, We'll run through actually who he's picking. I did tweet out who's picking in this, but we've got uh, a pick one is Alex Barutha, Alex Reclean, Dan Titus, uh, Noah Rubin. Uh, who went off the board? Anthony Davis went there at pick 13. So Trey Young and, and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, I think, coming off a good year per game. What do you think about him uh, going here sort of on the turn? And. and- too many missed games. Uh, it makes me nervous. And, you know, Trey Young and Anthony Davis are two interesting guys. You know, Trey's almost feels like he's kind of being run out of Atlanta. DeJounte signed the big extension. A- AD misses all those games. Very interesting to see what DeJounte does to Trey this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's a, a little high for me for, for Trey as well. But again, he's solid in points, solid in assists. Um, pairing him with Anthony Davis, you've obviously got pretty much every category covered there. Sabonis went at uh, second round at pick two. So, uh, sorry, second pick of round two at, uh, at pick 14, followed by Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson's someone I'm, I mean, he was really good last year, but his value was heavily reliant on blocks. Um, if if those blocks fall off even a little bit, he could drop around quite quickly. Are you comfortable taking him this high? Jaron Jackson? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm on the Jonas bandwagon with Jaron Jackson. Yeah, okay. Um and yeah, look, I think pairing him with with Curry there, you've you're getting your guard stats, you're getting your your big man stats. Uh, James Harden, we still don't know where James Harden's going to be. Uh, he's still in Philly at the moment, but chances are he's he's elsewhere. Uh, first round upside, I suppose, depending on where he goes. But Carl um, Anthony Towns went 
next, followed by Anthony Edwards. So back-to-back Timberwolves. Was that, that too high for Edwards? Look at that Carl Anthony Towns Giannis oh. combo. That's that's nasty. If uh, if those guys are healthy, Anthony Edwards. <coughs> I mean, this is the year. This is the year of Anthony Edwards. So I don't I don't hate that. And there he goes. Okay, so Wemby. Question, question in our in our chat within the draft was how high Wemby would go. And he goes it at the seventh pick. Uh, so what's that? Twenty ish, nineteen, something like that. So, uh, actually, I can just look down the side here. Pick nineteen. Too high? Probably too high. But if you want Wimby, you got to take him right there because he he won't be there on the way back. No, and and I mean this is a mock draft as well, obviously. But um, yeah, it, it's. Oh, based on everything, I I thought he this is around where he would go. Um, I know his his ADP is not quite this high, and a lot of analysts that I spoke to during the interview series were hoping to get him in the third round, um, even the fourth. And and we sort of we all came to the conclusion that that's not going to happen. And I think based on this, it's not. It's not. I, I think if you want Wembenyama, you're going to have to take him in in round two. Yep, yep. I think we've already established that. Uh, Devin Booker went next, followed by Donovan Mitchell. McCall Bridges, Walker Kessler at 23 went to Alex Reclean. Whoa, um, strong. Reclean okay, going all in on Walker Kessler, your guy. I'm Yeah, I'm, I'm very high on Walker Kessler, but I don't know if I'm this high on him, but maybe <laughs> I'll have to be. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's... Yeah, he's a little bit unproven. Um, I don't know. Do you would you go for him here, or is this too high? I I'm not targeting Walker Kessler in the second round, but I'm not saying it's wrong to do so. Uh, but I just that's too high for me. I mean, in front of uh, Freddie Van Vliet and Jimmy Butler and Kyrie and Markinen, like. I I mean it's not it's not it's not bad, but it's it's yeah. it's ballsy is what it is. It is it is. It would be interesting. I mean, to, uh, to... apparently, yep. Reclean has has Walker Kessler rated very highly, and he went and got his guy. Uh, could he have gotten him in round three? Yes, I think he could have. Uh, he probably could have, yeah. He's very close to the turn there, so I think he would have still – I don't think uh, – well, I don't know. Maybe Alex uh, Barutha would have taken him. I'm not sure, but – I think the question is, could he have gotten him in round four? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. I, I doubt it. I don't think he would have, but uh... – yeah, I'm not sure. So we, we did have, after Kessler, we had Desmond Bain, Jimmy Butler, Fred Van Fleet, Lowry Markinen, Kyrie Irving, Bam Adebayo, DeJounte Murray, Pascal Siakam. Fred Van Fleet there moving over to Houston. Uh, you think this is a pretty safe range for him? I, I'm fine getting him here. I actually think this is this is probably a really nice spot to get him. Yep, not bad, not bad. I'm, I'm good with that. 
Uh, Lowry Markinen went at whatever pick that is, third pick of the third round. Are you a little bit concerned that last season was sort of a best-case scenario and, and there is scope for him to regress slightly this year and maybe last season was the best season of his career? I thought so initially, but he was so good in the Euro League and he was so good in the regular season and summer league. Like he did it all year. I, I feel like he, Laurie Markin is here and he's here to stay. I don't I don't dislike it. And the addition of John Collins, does that sort of factor in? Do you think that impacts him at all? No, but I think John Collins is gonna have a good year, but I, I don't think he's gonna slow Markin in down enough to to make it matter yeah okay uh so after siakam lebron james goes at pick what is that uh, 32 that feels about right uh, middle of the third round for lebron um, he's going to miss 15 games probably but uh we know per game this is great chet holmgren went with the next pick 33 that's a little higher than i thought um alex burns reached up to get him another both he and Wembenyama are probably the two most talked about rookies in quite some time do you think this is okay for Holmgren or is it too high I think if I was Alex I would have waited and seen if I could get him in round four yeah so that would put him what 40 so around pick 40 40 is I think I think around where he'll be going for a sort of middle of the fourth round so Fraction high for me, but, I mean, again, if you want him, you go and grab him. If you want him, he may not have been there when he came back. So I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, there's, a, there's certainly a chance he would have been gone. Uh, Cade Cunningham went next to Kyle McEwen. Uh, I'm pretty high on, on Cade this season. Uh, I've got him. So he went at 34. That's probably about where I think I've got him a little bit higher than that in my rankings, potentially. Is Cade Cunningham someone that you're going to take a chance on this year? Uh, I feel like Cade Cunningham's going to have a good year. Uh, I'm not I'm not afraid to take him. I probably wouldn't do it until fourth round, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, Darius there's Garland. There's the bazillion-dollar man, Jalen Brown, <laughs> early in uh, round four. Yeah, right so, so Gar- Garland, Vucevic, Paul George, Jalen Brown. Yeah, Jalen Brown... $300 million contract? Is that that's what I read this morning when I woke up, isn't it? 303. 303. That's a lot of money. And and then I saw <laughs> someone, some projection that Shea Gilgis Alexander could potentially be the first $400 million player uh, when the time comes. So I don't know. That <laughs> stupid amounts of money. Porzingis seems a little high to me uh, that early in round four. Don't hate it. Evan Mobley to me is a, a safer, much safer pick. Yeah, I think I think Mobley, as we get closer to the season, might get a little bit of hype uh, around him. He was he was hyped last season. Probably didn't quite live up to what we were we were hoping for, but I think this season could be his breakout. Zion went next. Uh, Zion what are your thoughts Kawhi on Zion? Back are you are you risking anything on Zion or are you just going to leave him to someone else? I'm not drafting Zion. I'm not drafting Kawhi. Fair call. Yeah, I think, yeah, so Zion went at, uh, what have we got, 41. 
Um, oh, look, I mean, per game, if he works out, if he's healthy, if he plays well, this is fine. But there's a lot of question marks. So I'd, I'd much prefer if I was going to take him, I'd probably look at him in the fifth round. Kawhi, uh, I mean, per game last season, he was he was a beast. He was a first-round player. But coming off another knee injury, who knows? Uh, and it's per game. Like uh, the Zion, Zion Leonard, uh, Porzingis picks, and Anthony Davis, if you want to throw it in there, the number of games those guys are going to miss combined is going to, it's going to be an entire season at least. So that's that's a lot of missed games for guys you're taking that high. But I, I love the Mobley pick. Um, I like the Aaron Fox where he went. Then Ingram and Miles Turner. Miles Turner might be the most underrated uh, fantasy center out there right now. Like everybody forgets about him. They're all waiting for him to be traded. But he just keeps blocking shots and bombing threes. I like it. Yeah, I love Turner there. So so would you have, if, if we looked back, would you take Turner over, well, over Porzingis? I think you would probably take him over Porzingis. Is that what I would. you say? I would. Uh, I'd take him over, I'd take him over Vucevic, I think. Uh, I would too, yep. Uh, over, would you take him over Chet? I might. Turner over Chet. Yep. Uh, I, I've got Chet in Dynasty, so I'm sort of a homer there. I, I think I would take Chet. Okay. But I don't uh, know how good I would feel about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, oh, great spot to, to land him here. Um, he was top 25, I think, last season, and Pacers are going to be competing this year, I think. So uh, we had Jalen Brunson went off the board. Uh, followed by Jamal Murray, Drew Holiday, OG Ananobi, and Nick Claxton. Cla- Claxton was a top, similar to Turner, top 25-ish last season, I think, and he's gone at pick uh, 50. So really nice spot, I think, for him because I don't see his role changing at all. Um, so I think if you missed out on any of those early centres, Claxton, Shingun is here. Miles Turner's here. So there's a, a little run of, of centres available if you did miss out on Jokic, Carl um, anthony Towns, MB, Jaron Jackson, those sort of big big guys who can block shots. There's, there's a centre run going on. And, and the Time Lord, with the fourth pick of the fourth round, is that right or is it fifth round? Uh, uh, no, so that's it's and it's Jalen Williams, not Robert Williams. Oh, that's Jalen. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So, My but on Jalen, on Jalen Williams is, is he's I don't know. I feel like he could be overdrafted this season just based on what he did last season. He was really good, but Chet's there now. Um, they drafted Casey Wallace. I, I'm not sh- sure he can be. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm okay taking him here, but do you think he he could be going a bit high in drafts? I'd rather I'd rather get him in the next round. Yeah, um, Brad Beal, yeah, safe enough, uh, but probably too high. Jar Morant, we know he's going to miss twenty five games, 
probably with injuries, that's potentially 30. So I think I've got him at about 50 games for the season. Um, and he's gone at pick 54. That's probably a bit higher than I'd want to take him. But if, if you want to get him, um, and that's Zach who took him. So Zach's got Jason Tatum, Victor Wembanyama, and then he's gone on a run of guards, DeJounte Murray, De'Aaron Fox, Jar Morant. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't take Morant there. I, I just think missing a third of the season is is a lot. Um, but per game, it per is game a is lot. fine. Um, um, it's a little too high for my mind. Uh, then we've got DeMar DeRozan, Scotty Barnes, Zach Levine, Tyrese Maxey. Scotty Barnes, a little bit like Evan Mobley, he was hyped last season. We thought, hey, he's going to take over. He's going to be – his assist numbers are going to go up. And he did improve but didn't live up to that hype much like Mobley. Is Barnes someone that you're interested in this season? Uh, yeah, I like Scotty Barnes. Uh, I don't know that I like him – in round five, pick eight, but it's close. It's close. If you like Scotty Barnes, he he's he may not be there when he gets back to you at you know round six, pick five. Uh, so I I don't I don't dislike that pick. Like Barnes, Levine, uh, who is that? Uh, Maxi, Maxi. Yeah, and uh, and then Kyle Kuzma. I'm a little worried about Kuzma falling off this year. Yeah, that's too high, I think, for Kuzma. Well, I mean, it depends what you want him to do. He's going to score. He'll get some rebounds. He gets a few assists. Um, so if, you, if you're drafting him with a certain build or a certain stat set in mind, then I think he's okay there. Uh, but he does have some flaws, as we know. Chris Middleton went with the last pick of the fifth round. So that would make it pick 60. Middleton coming off a season where basically he was just injured the whole year. Um, pick 60 feels pretty nice, actually, for Middleton. I think he could be – I don't think there's a ton of room, ton of value here. It's not like he can be a top 20 guy, but he could certainly be top 40. Yeah, I think I'd like Middleton around later. Um, but he was on the turn. Middleton wasn't going to be there when it came back. So, yeah. There goes Jordan uh, Poole. Jordan Poole. So, yeah, I mean, we know he's in Washington now. He's going to be handling the ball. There are rumours. Uh, I think I saw Josh Lloyd tweet something out. Um, he was potentially chatting with people in Vegas. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there were there was some word that Poole may actually start at point guard with Tyus Jones coming off the bench. I mean, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense to start Jones, but Paul. I mean, Paul has shown an ability to to facilitate. Uh, when Steph Curry was out, he ran the point a little bit. So we know Paul's going to score a ton of points. That's what mm. we know. And um, you've got Vooch and Paul George and um, Middleton. So there could be some missed games in there. At least we know Poole's going to play every game. He will. He will. And, and look, if he starts at point guard, and so, I mean, the points are going to be there no matter what. But if he's got the ball in his hands and, and he's actually facilitating a bit, uh, he could 
he could average six assists, which which only adds to his upside. Um, obviously, that means the turnovers might be a little bit higher, but I don't care about turnovers, and a lot of people don't. Um, after Paul was Jarrett Allen, Josh Giddy, Brooke Lopez, and Jabari Smith. Interesting. Um, Brooke Lopez was phenomenal last year, but I'm not really interested in him. Uh, is I mean, is he someone that that you would sort of prioritise here, or happy to just take someone with a bit more upside? No, I think Jabari Smith in that summer league, he had like Jabari Smith could absolutely blow up this year. I would, I'd rather have Jabari Smith. Yeah, Smith was was very good, and he was sort of uh, he was sort of one of those guys last season. Rookie came in pretty hyped, but shot the ball terribly. So I think last season you look at that as as a, a flaw. He can't be any worse. Uh, he's got Fred Van Fleet there now, which. Um, just going back to Scotty Barnes, I think the fact that um, Van Fleet is not in Toronto anymore, Scotty Barnes could actually play that role of facilitator a bit more, much like we, or, or a little bit like we thought he would last season. Um, DeAndre Atten, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert at, uh, I don't know, even know what pick we're at, but what are we at? 67. Um, I like Gobert there. I think he could have a, a bit of a bounce back this season. Um, what do you think he's done, or or do you think there is scope for him to get back to where he was? He needs to have a bounce back, and he's you know a defensive player of the year guy. Like I, I'm fine with Gobert in the middle of round six. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think the Wolves are going to be better this season. Uh, I think they'll want to prove some people wrong. I think Towns will be pretty good. Edwards will be good. Um, I'm really interested to see what Aiden's going to do because Aiden has been a a sore point for Suns fans for uh, some time. So, and he may be a fifth option this year. Yes, he could. So, do you think he stays in Phoenix? I really, I, I don't know. Uh, At this point, it feels like he will. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it does. It's going to be. Interesting because he he he's noticeably disinterested at times. We've seen that in Phoenix. He 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 vocalizes what he thinks. He's not happy with certain things. So um yeah, I don't know. New coach, maybe that chant turns things around. Uh Paolo Banquero went next uh with the eighth pick in the sixth round, followed by Derek White, Julius Randall, Anthony Simons, CJ McCollum. Uh Noah Rubin is very high on. Derek White, I know that. Um, so he got Derek White at pick sixty nine. What What do you think about Derek White this season playing as the the starter in Boston? I kind of like it. There's no Marcus Smart, and you know Jalen Williams and Derek White. That's a that's a bold combo by Noah, but I can feel it. Um, I I don't dislike that. Noah's I- a smart kid. <laughs> He is. I mean, all these guys know their stuff. So um, I'm just going to have a look at I, – I mean, I've looked up this so many times, but Derek White last season, I have a feeling, was around 80 or something like that. Uh, 89th. So he was 89th last season coming off the bench. So he got him at 69. I think that's about right. Um, if he falls, then then good on you. But, yeah, I think if you want him, you need to take him. 
Julius Randle, Anthony Simons, CJ McCollum went with the last pick of the sixth round. Then we go with Miles Bridges, first pick of the seventh round. Miles Bridges will be hotly debated, I would say, coming into this season. Um, some people are not going to draft him because of their opinions on him, uh, which that's totally fair. But from a fantasy perspective, uh, getting him in the seventh round, I think he's really nice value. Uh, it seems like a value pick to me. Cam Johnson could blow up this year. Trey Murphy, kid on the rise. Jeremy Grant signed that big deal. And then Damian Lillard left. Uh, Grant should go off. He should go he, off this year. Uh just reading the chat, so Noah Noah actually said he waited longer on Derek White than he wanted to, and he's going to be reaching to get him. And, and I have a feeling he's hot take, so I did a hot take article uh, a couple of days ago, and I think Noah's might have been that Derek White will be a top 50 guy this season. Do you see that happening? I mean, I, I, I can see that happening. He was that kind of guy in San Antonio before he blew up, and – uh, he played really well for Boston last year. I think the Boston people really like him. Uh, I think I think Derek White's a good a good pick this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jeremy Grant, as you said, he went with the fourth pick. Before him was Cam Johnson and Trey Murphy. Cam Johnson, I, I mean, I'm high on Cam Johnson this year. I, I love him here. I'd be prepared to take him in the sixth round. I think Trey Murphy's an interesting one. Um, Ended the season really strongly last year, but that was without Zion. It was with Ingram missing a lot of games. Is this too high for Trey Murphy? Feels like it's a little too high. I'd rather yeah. get him in the eighth round. Yeah, I think that's... So what did he go at? So what's 73? Uh, so 76, 75 he went at. So... Yeah, that's probably about as high as I'd want to go. I'd prefer to get him in the 80s, I think. Uh, we had Jakob Pertl, Terry Rozier, Franz Wagner, Tyler Hero, and there goes John Collins off the board at pick 81. Um, I feels like pretty Collins good to me. At, I like Collins at 81 compared to, you know, when Strap and I were taking him in the second round two years <laughs> ago. So Yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. Yep. Um, yeah, no, I love Collins there. Austin Reeves went next uh, at 82. What do you what do you think about Austin Reeves? I mean, the Lakers have have improved their roster, but Reeves is a big part of what they're doing now. So, are you okay taking him here? Well, we know LeBron's going to miss a lot of games. AD's going to miss a lot of games. Uh, Austin Reeves has entrenched himself with the Lakers. Uh, I I don't hate it. Keldon Johnson uh, at pick 83. I'm that not seems sure. That's like a super safe pick. Yeah, it does. And and he's – it's actually – I'm just looking at – so that was Mike Barner that took him there, and he took Kyle Kuzma as well. So both of those guys are similar in terms of what they bring, points, some threes, some rebounds, Keldon solid free throw percentage. Keldon doesn't do a lot of peripherals. Um, no. Which is a kind of a pain, but I think when you're this late, round seven, I'm okay with Keldon Johnson there. 
I think he's yeah, going to play I mean, 75 games. Be a workhorse. He will. Yeah, I mean, Wemmin Yarbrough will, will hurt him a little bit, but uh, if, if it's just points that you're looking for, I mean, if you can get a 20-point scorer at this point in the draft, I think you, you're doing well. Uh, Buddy Heald went off the board with the last pick in the seventh round. Scoot Henderson with the first pick in the eighth round. Uh, that feels about right, I think, for Scoot. Uh, so that's pick 85. Uh, okay to you, pick 85 for Scoot. Yep, he's got a chip on his shoulder. Getting taken that much lower than women, Yama is going to make him mad. Um, yeah, I, I'm okay with it. I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, I think there again another Josh Lloyd thing that he was talk. I think he was talking about it on his show was that the the whole Damian Lillard trade is something that that is. I mean, I think it still happens, but the Blazers aren't in a rush to do it and have have sort of come out and said that the Heat's current offer is nowhere near what they want. So it, we could see Lillard suit up for Portland. Um, at least for a portion of the season, which I think hurts Scoot Henderson. But again, in a mock draft, you just take him. Uh, some inter real interesting picks, actually, the next four. Tyus Jones uh, went uh, following Scoot Henderson. Then we had Jalen Duran. Then we had Devin Vassell and Onyeka Okongwu. Thoughts on those guys? I like all of those. I like them. Duran seems a little high. I love Vassell. Um, always have Kongwu. We need we need Clint Capella out of the way, but <laughs> um, those guys are all upside, all upside guys. Like round eight is the upside round of this draft by far. Yeah, you're pretty much into your. I don't even. I can't. I don't know how I set this up. So I went. Okay, so I went five. Started. So I went eight active roster spots. So, yeah, once you get to sort of your round seven, round eight, you're starting to just look at, at pure upside. Um, yeah, I think we need to start a petition or something for Clint Capella to be traded. But, I mean, there's still rumours. But, uh, yeah, if a Kongwu can <laughs> land that starting spot, top 50 all the way. Uh, Jalen McDaniels, so the Minnesota McDaniels, went um, to RAF with the sixth pick. Uh, Jalen McDaniels. I don't know. What do you, What do you think about him? I mean, he was he was a bit hyped last season. He was pretty good. Scoring was up and down, but can bring some defensive stats. Um, I don't know. He, not a lot of upside here, but fairly safe. I think. I agree with that. I mean, I think it's a safe pick. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a. It doesn't blow me away. It's safe yeah. pick. Uh, Keegan Murray went next. Really good at Summer League, coming off a pretty strong rookie season. Um, I think he set the record for three-pointers by a rookie. He's a part of what the Kings are doing. They're going to be pushing for the playoffs. It, I don't know. He underwhelmed me a little bit last season. I think I'm, I was a little, I'm a little bit down on him compared to a lot of people. Are you sort of high on him to be a, a pretty strong fantasy asset this season? Keegan Murray? Yeah, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I, I think he, he'll be a guy that can hold your team together at the bottom, but uh, I don't, I don't, I'm, I've been underwhelmed by him. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. Uh, so after Keegan Murray, we had Jalen Green, Mark Williams, Trey Jones, uh, Shaden Sharp, D'Angelo Russell, and Mitch Robinson. Um, I don't know. So up, they, they, upside round, shade on Sharp. Yeah. Fun, fa- uh, fun factor right there. Yeah, I think the whole Lillard thing will, will factor in there a little bit, but uh, he was really good to close last season. Um, so where did uh, – actually, where did he go? So if you had to pick between the two – okay, so Rickley, Alex Rickleen actually drafted both of them. Shaden Sharp or Anthony Simons, who would you prefer this season? Hmm. Um, I kind of like Sharp. Okay. I think yep. Sharp's gonna block block some shots, um, but there's nothing wrong with Am- Anthony Simons either. Like, I, I'm good with both of those. Uh, and then he added Chris Paul after that. Like, what ninth round? It's not a bad ninth yep. round pick. Yeah. So see pick, the pick. Uh, Time Lord going here in round nine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so. We had uh, – where'd we get up to? Mitch Robinson. So, yeah, Chris Paul went at pick 90, 98. I'm fine taking him there. Um, he's assists and steals alone should be able to keep him in this range, even if he's only playing 26, 28 minutes. Rob Williams, um, much the same. His blocks, his free his field goal percentage, his rebounds. Um, there have been different tweets or whatever they're called now, Zeets. Um about Rob Williams and the Celtics starting lineup. Do you think they go with Porzingis and Rob Williams or do they go with Porzingis and Horford? What, what's their starting lineup going to look like? Probably depend depends on uh, who can walk that day, right? <laughs> like, yep. I mean, Al Horford's almost as old as I am. And I, I, I'm still a Time Lord guy, like, Man, if his knees are okay and he can hold up, he's he's going to be a beast. I still I still believe that. Yeah, I mean, well, he was the 70th ranked player last season per game. Only played 35 games, so obviously health is just it's it comes down to health, purely health for Robert Williams. Um, he can be if he can play 25 minutes, he can be top 50. But if he's only going to play in 40 games, then it's almost a wasted roster spot. Uh, we had Andrew Wiggins off the board next. Wendell Carter, Spencer Dinwiddie, Michael Porter Jr., Marcus Smart, Tobias Harris, Bruce Brown, Dan Gafford. Uh, Marcus Smart, so he's gone at 104. I love that pick. I do too. Round nine seems like the value round. Like these guys are all value. Andrew Wiggins, former All-Star. Uh, Wendell Carter, plays better than we think he's going to every year. Spencer Dinwiddie is better than we thought he was going to be. Michael Porter Jr. is all upside if he can stay healthy. Marcus Smart, like you said, kind of a stud. Tobias Harris, workhorse. Bruce Brown, new role, Indiana. I think he's going to have a big year. I, I I think the Bruce Brown pick might be a steal. Yeah, I I like Brown there. Uh, I think he's... Yeah, very solid. Dan Gafford, that was a hot take as well. I'm just trying to think what the hot take 
was let me open up the article i know someone had a hot take about he blocks shots no it was it was far hotter than that uh (laughs) so the hot take was that daniel gafford will finish inside the top 30 this season um seems a bit high to me but i mean who knows he's starting center on a team that that's as hot as a take can get. Dan Gafford, top 30. Yes, he will. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. To, uh, I mean, look, I guess if everything falls his way, potentially, but he'd, he'd have to be um, I'm just looking at the, the hot take here. So in the 15 games that Porzingis didn't play last season, Gav, Gafford averaged 13.7 points, 8.3 rebounds, 1.7 assists, 0.7 steals, and 1.9 blocks on 75% shooting. So, yeah, look, I think he, I think best case he could probably be up there with sort of a Nick Claxton, like up in that range. Which if he, if he can get up to over two blocks a game, that that alone will boost his value quite significantly. But um, make no mistake, you can get Daniel Gafford in round nine or ten. Mm. So don't. Oh yes, you don't need yeah. to reach for him. No, you do not. Uh, Draymond Green, good value there at uh, with the last pick of the ninth round. Jonas Valanciunas, Jordan Clarkson, Markel Fultz, Gary Trent, Clay Thompson, Clint Capella. I want to talk about Fultz because he was my hot take in my article. Uh, so I, I said that I think if if everything goes to plan, to my plan. He could be a top fifty player this season, Mark Elfultz. What do you? What are your thoughts on him? Uh, my concerns were the fact that they had that they drafted Anthony Black, and they've still got Cole Anthony and Gary Harris and Jalen Suggs. So there's a lot of mouths to feed there. But I really like what Fultz did last year. It's really crowded back there. I think round ten, Mark Elfultz. I, I don't think you can go wrong there. No, God, I'd be stoked if I if I could get him here. I yeah, think he can be I'm top 50, but I'm not. reaching in round yeah. nine for Fultz. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I'd I'd like to get him in round eight, nine. Um, I just think that that there is that upside there. We had Brandon Miller uh and Kevin Porter Jr. go off the board. Kevin Porter, um Houston, much a little bit like Orlando, really. They they have a lot of mouths to feed as well. Is Kevin Porter someone you're drafting this season? I don't think so. I, I think I think with Van Vliet in Houston, like what are they going to do with KPJ? Like we're about to find out. And I, I think that round 10 is fair to take a flyer on him, but I, I'm probably going to let somebody else draft him. I, I do like Brandon Miller as the sleeper rookie of the year. Um, Kind of like that Miller pick there. Capella hopefully gets overshadowed by a Kungu. Herb <laughs> Jones doesn't do enough for me all the way around. Like Herb Jones to me is a end of your draft pick more than a more than a tenth round guy. But yeah, what do I know? yeah. What do we we know nothing? Zach Collins went uh, in the what are we, 10th round, so ninth pick of the 10th round. He could. Do you think he starts? Do you think they go with Wembenyama at the four, Zach Collins at the five? 
I do kind of think that's what the, what they're going to do. I think they like Zach Collins a lot, and he he was wasn't bad last year. Once Pirtle got out of the way, Zach Collins was kind of fun. So the uh, cheap plugs here about my uh, hot take article. There was actually a hot take from uh, Alex Burns about Zach Collins, and his hot take was that Zach Collins will finish higher than Alper and Shangun this season. Any thoughts on that? Hmm. I'm going to disagree with that. I think Sangoon <laughs> is going to be higher than than Zach. Yeah. Yeah, it was and Look at my boy Alex. One. Alex getting the Thompson twins back to back. Uh he That's did. Fun. Yeah. So so we had Herb Jones then one of the Thompson twins, which one is it? Asar Thompson, um Colin Sexton, Boyan Bogdanovich, Amen Thompson, Russell Westbrook. This feels fine for the Thompson twins. I think um, I think Azar, Azar is the preference, um, just because I think he has a clearer path to minutes in Detroit than Amen does in Houston. Uh, we need Col- to, we need to find out what Alex Reclean's favorite Thompson twins song is. Is it "Hold Me Now"? Is it "Doctor Doctor"? I mean, I need to know. Well, uh, I can put it in the chat. Let's see. Uh, He'll probably answer. Put it in there. Do you have a favorite Thompson <laughs> song? Okay. He may not know who the Thompson twins are. Well, that's true, too. He may be. <laughs> I don't know how old Alex McLean is. He's. Uh, He's younger than us. <laughs> I'll say that much. He has small children. Uh, so we had Russell Westbrook. Oh, man, I don't want Westbrook. Uh, would you take Westbrook anywhere? Dan Titus took him at uh, pick. Uh, what are we at? Russell Westbrook. Pick 123. I'm not mad at anyone for taking Westbrook, especially that late. Like, what can it hurt? Yeah, I mean, look, you know what he's going to do. I think my – well, I mean, I have concerns with what he doesn't do or what he impacts negatively, but I think with the rumour is still that Harden could potentially be on his way to the Clippers, which I think based, that that would mean I wouldn't even consider Westbrook. Um, but that's obviously – we don't yeah, know Yeah, I'm that taking Herder quickly, Wood, taking any of those guys in front of Westbrook personally. Yeah, so we're we're starting to get into some. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say breaches, but just guys that um, aren't maybe as proven. Uh, after Westbrook, we had Kevin Herter, Emmanuel Quickly, Christian Wood, David Roddy, uh, Jaden Ivey, Jeremy Sohan, Yusuf Nurkic, and Denny Avdia. Christian Wood, I'm not interested in him really. I don't know where he fits anywhere wherever like i mean he's not even technically a part of a team yet <laughs> would you take a risk on him or would you just would you leave him it's one of my guys uh or at least he was the last couple of years but <laughs> yeah this year i'm not sure i'm still on the wood bandwagon uh david roddy's an interesting one um 
not I mean I don't have our ADP data in front of us but I wouldn't think Roddy is someone that's being drafted in most leagues so uh so Raf took him there with the seventh pick in the 11th round maybe he knows something that we don't know I'm, I'm I would sure. rather have Christian Wood uh over Roddy um mm. that's me yeah yeah I think well he's a little I think I'd rather have Jeremy I think I'd rather have Ivy or Sohan over him too. So we had after Avdia, we had Patrick Williams and Mike Mike Conley. Um, I don't mind Mike Conley here. I mean, he's he's solid enough. First pick of the twelfth round, so we're in the last round of the draft now. Um, from memory, I think you said you're not super high on Mike Conley this season, but. Uh, would you be okay if you just if you need a point guard in the last round? Happy to take him there. Yeah, if you need if you need a point guard and you want to take him at at the end, I mean he's thirty eight years old, whatever. Um, not my cup of tea, but uh, he should be solid. Yeah, yeah, I think so. A couple of guys here that I want to talk about. Um, so we had Stephen Adams, Sadiq Bay. Then we had Kobe White and Keontae George. Kobe White for the Bulls. He was pretty good to close last season. Um, I don't know exactly where he fits with uh, Javon Carter coming across. How are they going to use him? Is Kobe White, are you interested in him at all as a late, as a late round flyer? Not really, but I can see it. Like if I needed a point guard late, I, I would take Kobe White. And Keontae George, um, really strong summer league. I think, uh, I don't know, I think I said, la, on, was it on this show or maybe it was on Noah's show, I don't remember, that I think he could start for the Jazz at some point. I don't know if it'll be night, but it's it's him or Sexton. And, I mean, I'd, I'd go Keontae George. Is is he someone that you'd be interested in? I like I like a last round flyer on Keontae George. I do. Yeah. I also like a last round flyer on DeAnthony Melton. So yes, yes, on both of them, Antar Eason, and maybe Javon Carter too. All these guys. Yeah. Look, I think all these guys have a, a bit of upside. Uh, Javon Carter probably doesn't have the upside of someone like a Melton uh, or an Eason, but. Um, if he starts for Chicago, then he's going to be—he's going to get you some threes. He's going to get you some steals, some assists. Um, I think I just drafted him in a in a dynasty league um, in at about pick 260 or something. So the draft has finished. Let me scroll down and have a look. We finished with uh, so yes, the Anthony Melton, Javon Carter, Tari Eason, Benedict Matherin, Jonathan Kaminga, Al Horford. And Mal Brogdon. Okay, we're done. So, I mean, any Adam, thoughts on on those last few guys? Uh, did Ben Simmons get drafted? He did not. I well, I don't think he did. Let me just double check. I don't think he did either. No, he he did not. So, I mean, if we go through a few guys here that weren't drafted, so we could look at if you're sort of going to be in a standard league, these are still some guys that weren't even drafted. PJ Washington wasn't drafted. Uh, Aaron Gordon, Harrison Barnes, Josh Hart uh, was not drafted. Dylan Brooks was not drafted. 
Kenyon Martin. Uh, the fan tracks uh, numbers are wacky. Ben Simmons, as you mentioned, wasn't drafted. Jared Vanderbilt, DeAndre Hunter, Eric Gordon, Kyle Lowry, Dennis Schroeder, Bogdan Bogdanovich. So there's quite a few guys here that uh, could potentially be draftable players that are still sitting there uh, on the waiver wire. And this is a 10-team league. So what this tells me is... It's a 12-team league. This is 12, but we, we didn't do that many rounds, right? Like We did, no, 12 rounds. 12 rounds. So top yeah. 144. Um, yeah. th- there's a lot of guys who have talent that are going to be sitting on this waiver wire. Um, so if you took a flyer on a guy that you're not sure about at the end of your draft, you're going to be able to go get a good player off the waiver wire uh, if he doesn't pan out. So I don't hate taking a flyer on a guy you like in the last couple rounds because you're probably going to be able to go get a good player off waivers uh, if he doesn't work out. I think so, yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, usually you sort of look at your last two, even three round picks um, as players that are expendable. If they don't work out, you take a bit of a chance and – if they're not doing what you wanted them to do, you drop them and you pick someone up. Uh, so I've brought up all the teams here so we can quickly just run through the squads before we jump out. Um, so Alex Barutha had the first pick. He went with Jokic, Bain, Butler, Holiday, Ananobi, McCollum, uh, Miles Bridges, D'Angelo Russell, Mitch Robinson, Sexton, Boyan Bogdanovich and Malcolm Brogdon. Thoughts on his roster? I mean, I like... Probably I like I like his um I like his pick of bridges there. We talked about that in the seventh round. Desmond Bain at pick twenty four. Do you what do you think? Is that a reach for him or are we okay taking him there? I think I'm okay with that, especially with with you know the suspension to, to Ja. Um very I feel like uh Baruth's team was conservative but effective. Like that's a good draft. Like, there's no holes in that roster as far as generally just speaking, looking at it. Like, he's got guys that are going to play. He does. And he's, his hot take actually was that Desmond Bain should be a second-round pick in drafts. So he he backed up what he, he backed up his hot take and, and took him in the second round. And that, that uh, deserves credit right there. You back up your hot take. That's right. Uh, Alex Reclean had the second round, uh, had the second pick. He went with Shea, Kessler, Van Fleet, Jamal Murray, Claxton, Simons, Cam Johnson, Sharp, Chris Paul, the Thompson Twins, and Al Horford. Uh, I really like Cam Johnson in the seventh round there, Van Fleet in the third round. Kessler is the one that's potentially a reach, but um, yeah, he could, I mean, he could potentially be close to three blocks a game, 2.8 blocks a game, which is you can almost build a squad around that. So uh, any Kessler and Claxton go off, he's going to be in really good shape. Uh, I am a little concerned. Like he really needs Cam Johnson to have a huge year. And he, he also could use shade on sharp to do something. Yeah. Yeah. He got Chris Paul there late. So I think that helps his assists and steals. Um, Thompson twins. We're not really sure what they, what they are yet. So, uh, 
But as I said, they're in the, the last two of the last three rounds, so you're going for upside there. Dan Titus had the third pick. He went with your guy, Luca, um, Cole Bridges, Markin and Brunson, Shengun, Randall, Trey Murphy, Trey Jones, Rob Williams, Herb Jones, Westbrook, and Kaminga. Uh, I don't know. They they all seem fairly solid picks. Trey Murphy was the only one that sort of jumped out as maybe a bit of a reach, but we saw what he could do last season. There is a world, I think, where the Pelicans lean into him a little bit more over Herb Jones uh, because of his ability to score. Herb Jones really struggles scoring, but he got both of them. So I may have gone. Could... I may have gone Terry Rozier. Um, mm-hmm. instead of Trey Murphy there. Yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, Rosier went, what, three picks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah Rubin had the fourth pick. He went with Embiid, Mitchell, Irving, Miles Turner, Jalen Williams, Derek White, Jeremy Grant, Mark Williams, Wiggins, Collins, uh, Zach Collins, Herter and Matherin. I really like, I mean, we both talked about this. I really like the Miles Turner pick here in the fourth round. Uh, Derek White, really nice upside pick. Jeremy Grant. Um, if well, he needs, needs Jalen Williams and Derek White to live up to the hype. He does. He does, yeah. I think the other, and, and Kyrie to stay healthy. If Kyrie is healthy, he got him in the third round with the fourth pick. So, so what's that, pick 28? He could easily break well beat that ADP or, or that range if he's healthy this season. I also think uh Wiggins could be and Collins are also key key guys for him. If they both go off, like yeah, look out. Beat up had the fifth pick. Uh he went with Halliburton, Booker, Adebayo, Ingram, Beal, Bancaro, Pirtle, Jalen Green, Wendell Carter, Kevin Porter, quickly and Eason, uh, look, no real reaches there for me. Beal, I don't know. I, I'm not that high on Beal this year, but in the fifth round, is this an okay range for him? Yeah, it is. I mean, if Beal and Ingram can both play 72 games, he's he's good. And yep. he's got Halberton and Booker at the top. I mean, you can't really beat that. And Jalen uh, Green. Jalen Green is still kind of kind of an unknown force. He is, yeah. I think I think Jalen Green might have a bit of a bounce back this season with a better point guard um, there and, and just the, the progression of some of those guys around him. So not as much pressure for him to score. Uh, Zach Hanshu had the sixth pick. He went with Tatum, Wembenyama, DeJounte Murray, Fox, Morant, Gobert, Rozier, Keegan Murray, Dinwiddie, Brandon Miller, Christian Wood, and uh, Javon Carter, Wembenyama. We talked about it. It's probably a bit high, but this is if you want him, you're going to have to just grab him in the second round, I think. Um, but I, I, like I really the like going there. Then I like the fact that he's got Dejounte and Fox, so he can wait for John Morant to get back. He's also got, yep. um, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. also got he got Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie down towards the back end there, and he's obviously not the player that Deshaun and Rozier are, um, and Rozier and Javon Carter. So like he's got he's, he's got point, he's got a lot of point guards, so he can wait for John Morant. Like I, I think that was 
that that was a good way to build that team where you don't need Ja for the first half. And I think he his squad actually highlights to me how how you can still build get a good blocks team without actually drafting many guys that get blocks. So he's got he's got Tatum, Murray, Fox, Morant, Rosier, Keegan Murray, Dinwiddie, Brandon Miller, Javon Carter. None of those guys are shot blockers. So you would look at the team and go, he won't compete in blocks. But he got Wembenyama and Gobert. So he only needed two guys and he they between them, if Gobert bounces back, they could get four and a half blocks a game. Uh, between them, so that's and that's enough to be right at the top of that category. And he's also um, got Christian, Christian Wood, right? Yeah, if he plays and plays well, he can get a block a game. So he, he's he's pretty good for blocks, despite having drafted one, two, three, four, five, six guards. And he's um, also got Brandon Miller, and we don't know how good Brandon Miller is going to be. We don't. No, we don't. Uh, Raph, Raphael Johnson uh, had the seventh pick. Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards, Siakam, Kawhi, DeRozan, Aiton, Franz Wagner, Jalen McDaniels, Michael Porter, Capella, Roddy, Melton. Yeah, I think I sort of said this. That was Durant, maybe a fraction, like a bit of a reach, but we we know he can be this good per game. Um, I don't mind Kawhi there. If Kawhi works out at that at that area, then you're set. Um and Michael Porter back in the ninth round there, I think he's really nice value as well. There's nothing really sexy about that team, but Durant, Edwards, Siakam, Kawhi, DeRozan, Aiton, Wagner, like they're all solid. Like if they play, he's 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 gonna be fine. Yep. Uh, so we had Quran went. So this styles of beyond here. So he's he's uh, one of our contributors now. He writes a weekly ish weekly ish blog, um, and won the Locked On Fantasy Bowl, I believe, last year. He went with Giannis, uh, Towns, LeBron James, Zion, Scotty Barnes, Jabari Smith, Tyler Hero, Okongwu, Smart, Clay Thompson, Ivy, and Keontae George. Um, yeah, Giannis sort of concerns me a little bit there, but as a, he's in that bunch of guys where if, if you like him, you just take him. Um, I like Scotty Barnes there. I really like a Kongwu there and Marcus Smart. Uh, any picks there that, that you like or don't like? There's a lot of risk and reward there. Giannis, <laughs> Towns, LeBron, <laughs> Zion. Like, yep. man, if his top four all happen to pan out, the rest of his roster is going to make that team great. So, I mean, he needs Towns, LeBron, and Zion to go off this year and stay healthy. Yeah, and this is, again, this is a mock. So potentially if this league actually counted and there was money, maybe he wouldn't have been as risky in those early rounds. But I, he he wins those leagues he's in and I don't a lot of the time. So who am I to critique? Alex Burns had the next pick. Lamelo, Harden, Holmgren, Mobley, Levine, Lopez, John Collins, Vassell, Tobias Harris, Trent, Sohan, and Kobe White. Uh, Lamelo, I really like Lamelo this season. I think Mobley's good range for Mobley. John Collins, we talked about him um, potentially having a bounce back, and, and Devin Vassell, I'm pretty high on him as well. I really like getting Vassell. I think I think he could be top 
top 60, top 50 quite easily. Yeah, and I, I like the end of his draft too because there's guys there that he can probably live without and make moves on the waiver wire and have guys that he can comfortably drop without having to worry about it too much. Uh, Kyle McEwen, Steph Curry, Jaron Jackson, Cunningham, Porzingis, Maxi, Giddy, Reeves, Duran, Bruce Brown, Fultz, Nurkic, and Bay. Fultz is easily my favorite pick um, in his team there. Uh, Cade, I'm pretty high on as well. Maxi's an interesting one. I think he was he was a bit overhyped last season and, and let people down. But if Harden's gone, I, I like him in the fifth round there. Yeah, and I like the fact he's got Giddy too. I, th- I feel like Giddy's just a solid triple-double threat every night, even with Shea on the court. Fultz late is great. He's got Nurkic there to help back up Jaron Jackson Jr. He's got Jalen Duran. I think the Jalen Duran pick might have been a little too high, but mm-hmm. he's got three guys that block shots, so that's that's good. Uh, we had Mike Barner, uh, who had the uh, second-to-last pick. Lillard, Sabonis, Garland, Jalen Brown, Kuzma, Jarrett Allen, Kelvin Johnson, Tyus Jones, Gafford, Clarkson, Avdia, and Adams. Uh, all pretty solid at the top there. I think he, he went relatively safe. Um, Keldon is probably a little bit higher for me, but uh, much like Kuzma, but we sort of discussed that. If, if you're just looking at points, then I think that's fine. Gafford, I like. I like there, and I, and I like Avdia as a late-round flyer as well. I love the Tyus Jones pick also, and I, I don't dislike the Clarkson pick. And... I mean, Tyus Jones and Garland that late, pretty solid. Uh, the scoring from Keldon Johnson is going to be nice for him. He's got Jalen Brown. His first four picks, it's hard to hard to argue with any of those. So, Yeah, pretty I, solid I at the top. Like and I, I like that Tyus Jones pick a lot. And maybe this is the year that we finally get some Denny Odija. Maybe, yeah. I, I did the player um, outlook for him for next season, and, and yeah, I – I'm still not certain that he gets the minutes that we'd like him to get, but I think if, if it's going to happen, it's going to be this year. Um, Mike Catron was the last pick, pick 12. He went with Trey Young, Anthony Davis, Vucevic, Paul George, uh, Middleton, Paul Heald, Scoot Henderson, Draymond Green, Valanciunas, Patrick Williams, and Conley. Uh, I like the pool pick there. I like the... Um, uh, I don't mind the scoot pick as well. I'm not sure about, I don't know, Vucevic is one of these guys who always sort of gets slept on a bit, but then he ends up top 20 per game. He's never really injured, but he's got to come back at some point. Um, So feels pretty safe there, I guess, taking Anthony Davis with the pick before you want to, you want someone who's who's going to play more games. Valanciunas is interesting because he was pretty bad last season. Is he someone that you think could bounce back? He could bounce back, yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I, I mean, this is the all-question-mark team, right? Like Trey, mm. AD, Vooch, Paul George, uh, Middleton. Like these guys are coming off injury seasons uh pools should be great um 
very interesting team. Like if mm-hmm. Anthony Davis and Trey Young bounce back and Paul George could keep it together, uh, that's pretty solid. Yeah, it is. Yeah, look, I think that I mean, there's no bad teams here, but everyone knows what they're doing. They've a few of them have reached up to get their guys, um, taken some chances at the end. So, as I said, this we're three months out from the season, so there is still a lot that could change with their roles and, and teammates around them, that sort of thing. But, um, look, I think this gave us a nice uh insight into what people are thinking at the moment. Um, we didn't have to do the draft, which was nice. It's a lot easier to, to sit here and critique. And also, if you, notice, if you notice, I, if I place my head correctly, it looks like I have all this hair coming up out of my head, but it's actually just marks on the wall. It looks like I'm, I'm just insane. I kind of like does. that too. You've got to position your head nicely there. Uh, so that will do for today then. We'll, um, we'll be back next week. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, because there's there's not a lot happening, but we'll come up with some ideas during the week. Um, We've got our hot take article coming out now weekly, which is just different analysts. So it won't always be hot takes. It'll be different questions every week. Um, But we'll be be back. Uh, Thank you for jumping on again, Steve. That was was fun. I think it's it's always nice to go through a draft. I will get you... I will get you a hot take next week. I I totally dropped the ball on that this week. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, but look, it would have been uh, Luca related. They all know. They all know what it would have been. <laughs> He's going to shoot eighty percent from the line. He's going to average a triple double. You know, the same same old same old. Yeah, look, I I hope he does as well because I'm I'm pretty high on him. I'm happy to take him with my second pick this year. So I don't know if I'll actually get the second pick, but. Uh, that will do it for today. Uh, remember, you can check out all of our content at fbibasketball.com. Um, I think B-Dub just started up some more draft-only leagues, so we're into the mid-20s now. So we're, our ADP data is increasing. We're getting some really good numbers there. Um, Matt Lawson's still got all his dynasty stuff. We've got Karan, who is writing his weekly blog. Uh, we've got the industry, the roundtable article. So we're still churning through some content. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. If you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, that'd be great. Um, slowly building. We're obviously not expecting huge numbers at this time of year, but anyone that is tuning in, we thank you. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Until next time, catch up. You just listened to another episode from the Fantasy Basketball International Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us. And for more information about joining our community, please check out our website at fbibasketball.com.